You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number 115. Well, hey there, Amy here. Welcome to the Happy and Healthy Podcast. And thank you so much for joining me today. So earlier this week, I was down in Irvine for a two-day conference or retreat, whatever you want to call it. And since I've been back, I've really been thinking about the lessons that I've learned, the insights that I've gained, and the big breakthrough that I had. And how I'm going to apply it, right? carry it, move it forward into my life, integrate it into my whole being. And one of the key takeaways that I got was really how important it is for me to be vulnerable with you. And in some respects, I think knowing that Learning and being a student of life means that I'm always going to have something that's new to me, that I don't actually have to have everything figured out already before I can actually share it with you. So it's, again, it's this idea, right, that I have to have it all figured out because obviously that's, <laughs> that's not possible. So when I think about how best to help you, I actually, well, what occurs to me is back when I was in grad school, I was actually a teaching assistant or grad assistant for a class called Math Methods for Business. <laughs> and I still remember that the professor for that class, his name is Dr. Mark Hessel. He has since passed away. But back then, I remember he was actually in Prague for a consulting engagement. And so he asked me, or told me basically, that I needed to teach the class on linear algebra. (laughs) Or matrix algebra. Anyways, on matrix algebra. And I still remember as I was preparing to teach that, it was also the same class where I was handing back the results of their midterm exam. And so anyways, people were asking me questions about how the grading worked and all that stuff. We then got into the lecture on matrix algebra. And I remember thinking to myself, just don't ask me about the Kramer method. I really don't understand that one yet. (laughs) Anyway, what I actually got as feedback at the end of the class was how much I was actually able to help folks understand it. And I think part of the reason why I was able to relate to the students almost better than the professor was because I was only a couple steps ahead of them. So when they asked questions about specific things, I was so much closer to where they were than the professor. The professor in some ways, didn't even really understand the question because it was so obvious and easy to him at that point. Whereas I understood exactly 
where the students were getting stuck. So what I want to share with you about what I learned during this workshop this earlier this week has to do with the difference between love and approval. So if you've been listening to this podcast, uh, I've brought it up a few times, but specifically in the very first episode, the one about TLC, I shared the story about an incident that occurred back when I was 14 years old. And my mom talked about how when she graduated from college, she had a waist of only 22 inches. And at the ripe old age of 14, my waistline was already 23 inches. So at 14, I already felt like I was behind. Okay, so this goes back to, I think the Asian culture really does emphasize being tiny. <laughs> it's like the preferred thing. It's not about being strong or fit or anything like that. It's just about being really thin. And then I also have talked about when it comes to figures, my dad had pointed out, oh, I don't even remember when that happened, but it was when the show The Dukes of Hazard was still on. And the specific actress who played Daisy Duke, her name is Catherine Bach. I think she's like five foot eight or something like that. Okay, I'm five one and a half. <laughs> and she has sort of that all-American figure. And my dad actually commented on how she had like the the kind the ideal figure, if you will. So again, if you look at my body type, that's just not something that's ever gonna happen. <laughs> and Quite honestly, it's really not the figure that when I think about what I want my body to look like and its potential, that's really not something that I necessarily want for myself either. So I share these two stories to provide context for the struggle that I'm about to share. And I think this thought that I'm about to share is one that a lot of you listening may have some version of. And it goes like this. It's only when I am thin enough and thin enough based on my dad's standards or expectations that then I'll be able to get his approval. And this is a thought that's rattled, rattled around in my head for a long time, <laughs> all right? So, Earlier this week, at this two-day retreat that I was at, I brought this up with one of the coaches, and I specifically sought out this one particular coach because he has two adult children. So I was really looking for the perspective of not just a parent, but a father. Because again, I had this thought going on in my head that I really wanted to understand from a parent's perspective the difference between love and approval. Now, just to be clear, I have always known that my dad loved me, okay? And I know from both my parents, it's an unconditional love. So that was never in question. But when it came to approval, again, it was this idea of, am I thin enough? And here's what I learned. 
when it comes to love, and I would say actually this includes both love and belonging, which is something Brene Brown talks about. It's really about acceptance, right? Acceptance that we are okay as ourselves. So belonging is really about fitting in. And if you have to contort yourself, if you have to be something that you're not, if you have to wear a mask or assume a persona in order to fit in, that's very different from feeling like you belong just for who you are. Now, evolutionarily speaking, it makes perfect sense that love and belonging, right, that acceptance actually makes our chances of surviving much higher. Now, that's different, and this is what I learned, that's fundamentally different from approval, which is more based on performance or results. So when we talk about approval, it's that you've done something good or something bad or right or wrong, and I'm using these very loaded terms, right? They probably are triggers for some, but it's that idea that we're, it's a judgment call or an opinion of someone else that whatever you did was good enough to meet or exceed certain expectations. And here's the thing that I learned is that, again, love and belonging are about acceptance of who you are, which is fundamentally different from performance or results. So approval is about that. It's about what you do or what you have. And actually, I remember when my partner Matt retired, he actually talked about how important it was to differentiate between who you are and what you do. And I would add to that then what you have. Now, when you think about being thin, even the way we use it in language, you see how it becomes so very easy to have thin be part of your identity. And yet, thin comes from weight loss. And we've always talked, you've always heard me talk about how weight loss is actually an outcome. It's a result. So even in my own mind, I got those confused. So I want to share that with you. And really, this comes down to that the importance of context in the reframing. And what I mean by that is context or perspective, usually when you do a reframing, what you're doing is you have perhaps backed up a little bit or found a different perspective that allows you to identify a piece of information that's been missing. Where when I reframe something, I've probably brought something up in coaching that allows you to see something a little differently. And here, the mistake or the missing information was that I had conflated approval with acceptance. I had actually tied approval to the feeling of being good enough. That somehow I felt like I wasn't good enough unless I was thin. <laughs> So I laugh about it now, but trust me, I cried about it before. So the other thing now that happened to me when I thought about needing 
to be thin enough in order to get approval. I actually resented the idea that I wasn't thin enough, that I wasn't good enough already. Again, because I was conflating those two ideas, acceptance and approval. So clearly with that thought, anything that I did then that aligned with weight loss created this opposing force that was based on that resentment. So when I hear people react to that idea of weight loss as, well, screw you, I'm good enough already. To me, that's a sign of exactly what I had been experiencing that I hadn't actually said out loud. But that tension was there. So if you catch yourself still with that thought of needing to sort of reject what someone else's expectations are, of you, then there's still some work to be done. Because once you actually do resolve that conflict, guess what? You're just free of others' expectations. It just really does become about what you have decided is best for you, what you truly want for yourself. And I will tell you, that is a beautiful feeling. It's like you're not just free of other people's expectations, you actually are like unleashed. You hear that term like you're unstoppable. That's, that's how I feel now. And I would love for you to experience that too. Now, nature pours a vacuum. So what we need to do is make sure that once we understand that we're responding to someone else's expectations instead of our own, it's really, really important then that we take the time to figure out and define for ourselves what success means, all right? So I am not against in any way, shape, or form having goals. What I'm doing is talking about having goals that are meaningful to you, that are ones that you came up with for yourself and not what someone else expects of you. And again, I can't emphasize enough when I talk about these expectations, we're talking about the do and the have, not the be. The being part of you is about qualities. It's about values, things that you truly care about, as opposed to, so being, when we say being thin, be careful with the language. It's kind of like uh when someone refers to themselves as an emotional eater, as opposed to someone who tends to turn to food as a coping mechanism when they're feeling stressed or upset. So I, again, right there, I've turned it into a behavior, not an identity. Same thing with the thin or the fat or whatever, right? If you say things like, I am fat, I would say, be careful there and think in terms of, I have Maybe it's excess pounds of fat that I wish to lose, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Now, just to reiterate, context, again, is really about having a different perspective. So if you're listening and maybe the way I've explained context and that missing information is still a little fuzzy, 
There is a great video on YouTube. You can look up This Is Water by David Foster Wallace. And it really helps to drive that point home. Now, one other thing that I want to cover when it comes to those expectations. So I think about this whole being thin enough ideal that I've carried around that have really been sort of taught to me by my parents. And I was actually talking to uh, another participant in the retreat. Her name is Jessie. And Jessie, if you're listening, this, this is a shout out to you. She brought up this idea that with immigrant parents especially, so I, you know, my parents immigrated to the U.S. from Taiwan after they graduated from college. There is this need to, again, belong, to be accepted, to assimilate, which meant that it was about understanding what others' expectations were and doing what they could to fit in. So that concept of needing to meet other people's expectations to fit in really did get passed to me, if you will. I get, got taught to me. And that's why I think I actually did conflate belonging and approval, right? That acceptance and approval. And that's, that's the mistake that I was making, is the acceptance of you and who you are is not the same as approval, okay? So again, acceptance is about love and belonging, and approval is about performance and results. So the other thing that came up in my conversation with, with Jesse was this idea around love and acceptance, that in the Asian culture, at least when I was growing up and, and she had the same experience, our parents didn't go around saying, I love you all the time. So the concept of self-love is something that a lot of folks may, I, might actually be struggling with as well. And so here, I will remind you, especially if you're a parent, you know what it means to love unconditionally. And there is a quote by Leo Tolstoy that I think really sums it up beautifully. And that is, when you love someone, you love the person as they are, and not as you'd like them to be. That's like the definition of acceptance right there. So if you struggle at all with this idea, this concept of self-love, you can start by just focusing on that acceptance piece. All right? So for those of you who are interested in digging a little deeper into this, there is a book by Byron Katie titled, Loving What Is, Four Questions That Can Change Your Life. So I would highly encourage you to pick up that book, and I'm actually thinking about even starting a book club. <laughs> so anyways, if you would like some coaching on this, and there is a sequence of questions to ask to get you from sort of point A to point B here. The follow-up questions really do depend on the answers that you provide. So if you would like some help to get 
to the other side, if you will, go ahead and head over to my website. It's moxie-club.com, M-O-X-I-E-C-L-U-B.com, and select contact on the menu, fill out the form, and you'll get a follow-up email where you can actually schedule a coaching session with me. All right, so I'm going to wrap things up today with a quote by Byron Katie. When we stop opposing reality, action becomes simple, fluid, kind, and fearless. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for my free mini course, How to Lose Weight for the Last Time. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens. Thank you.